Thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us, but thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 33 is found on page 378. Rejoice in the Lord, O ye righteous, for it becometh well the just to be thankful. Praise the Lord with harp. Sing praises unto him with the lute, an instrument of ten strings. Sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing praises lustily unto him with a good courage. For the word of the Lord is true, and all his works are faithful. He loveth righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. He gathereth the waters of the sea together, as it were, upon an heap, and layeth up the deep, as in a treasure house. Let all the earth fear the Lord, stand in awe of him, all ye that dwell in the world. For he spake, and it was done, he commanded, and it stood fast. The Lord bringeth the counsel of the heathen to naught, and maketh the devices of the people to be of none effect, and casteth out the counsels of princes. The counsel of the Lord shall endure forever, and the thoughts of his heart from generation to generation. Blessed are the people whose God is the Lord Jehovah, and blessed are the folk that he hath chosen to him to be his inheritance. The Lord looketh down from heaven, and beholdeth all the children of men. From the habitation of his dwelling he considereth all them that dwell on the earth. He fashioneth all the hearts of them, and understandeth all their works. There is no king that can be saved by the multitude of an host, neither is any mighty man delivered by much strength. A horse is counted but a vain thing to save a man, neither shall he deliver any man by his great strength. Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, and upon them that put their trust in his mercy. 
to deliver their soul from death and to feed them in the time of dearth. Our soul hath patiently tarried for the Lord, for he is our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in him, because we have hoped in his holy name. Let thy merciful kindness, O Lord, be upon us, like as we do put our trust in thee. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 45th chapter of the book of Isaiah. Oh, thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have held, to subdue nations before him and loose the armor of kings, to open before him the double doors so that the gates will not be shut. Oh, forgive me, it starts in verse five, not one. Here beginneth the first, the fifth verse of the 45th chapter of the book of Isaiah. I am the Lord, and there is no other. There is no God besides me. I will gird you, though you have not known me, that they may know from the rising of the sun to its setting that there is none besides me. I am the Lord, and there is no other. I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create calamity. I, the Lord, do all these things. Rain down, you heavens, from above, and let the skies pour down righteousness. Let the earth open, let them bring forth salvation, and let righteousness spring up together. I, the Lord, have created it. Woe to him who strives with his maker. Let the potsherds strive with the potsherds of the earth. Shall the clay say to him who forms it, what are you making? Or shall your handiwork say, he has no hands? Woe to him who says to his father, what are you begetting? Or to the woman, what have you brought forth? Thus says the Lord, the Holy One of Israel and his Maker, Ask me of things to come concerning my sons, and concerning the work of my hands, you command me. I have made the earth and created man on it. I, my hands, stretched out the heavens, and all their host I have commanded. Continuing in verse 15. Truly you are God, who hide yourself, O God of Israel, the Savior. They shall be ashamed and also disgraced, all of them. They shall go in confusion together, who are makers of idols. But Israel shall be saved by the Lord with an everlasting salvation. You shall not be ashamed or disgraced forever and ever. For thus says the Lord who created the heavens, who is God, who formed the earth and made it, who has established it, who did not create it in vain, who formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord, and there is no other. I have not spoken in secret in a dark place of the earth. I did not say to the seed of Jacob, seek me in vain. I, the Lord, speak righteousness. I declare things that are right. Here ends the first lesson. Together the Magnificat. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things and the rich he hath sent empty away. He remembering his mercy hath hope in his servant Israel as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. 
Amen. Here begins the eighth verse of the fifth chapter of First St. Peter. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. By Silvanus, our faithful brother as I consider him, I have written to you briefly, exhorting and testifying that this is the true grace of God in which you stand. She who is in Babylon, elect together with you, greets you, and so does Mark, my son. Greet one another with a kiss of love. Peace to you all who are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Here ends the second lesson. Nunc dimittis together. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who hast given thine only Son to be unto us both a sacrifice for sin and also an ensample of godly life, give us grace that we may always most thankfully receive that his inestimable benefit, and also daily endeavor ourselves to follow the blessed steps of his most holy life. Through the same thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. It's good to see you this evening. It's uh, This is the last time we'll do the colic for the second Sunday after Easter. And I, I enjoy that colic. There, there's a word in there. I don't know if you all have a word that you struggle with, but 
and morning prayer it's hard for me because we have to say inestimable twice and that's a hard one for me it's like abominable so i'm i'm glad to see that that word's leaving us for a week and i only have to do it once in, on morning prayer but um that makes it tough so what we see in our passages tonight there's a couple of themes um first i think the the theme is that um god is going to deliver us god is the only one or the only calling him one i don't want to make him like us but he, he's the god is the only uh deliverance we have and i think that that's the tension that um, saint peter talks about too is that uh, people you know we're going to be attacked we're going to be have to face uh struggles but god is our only chance and so what we find in isaiah he's addressing a people who are going to be delivered from captivity and returned to their promised land and Peter's writing to a people who are being persecuted and will be delivered and enter the fullness of God's kingdom. So they have that, that same thing in common. And God will, in, in, Peter, in St. Peter's case, he will deliver the Christians from this life into the life eternal. What we find in both cases, and this is like when you see something like this, where it was like this in the Old Testament, it's like this in the New Testament. And what you find out is things just don't change. And so what we're, the way we're attacked, I think, as you remember, before Israel, Israel went into captivity, they kept, uh, they kept relying on things like we're part of the temple. We've made this deal with um, Egypt. We've made this deal with, you know, with this country. Uh, you know, we're God's people. It's not going to happen to us. And they relied on everything but God. And so Peter's also warning us. He's, he's saying that, you know, it's, as we live this carefree life, we're, we're carefree because we, we have, but we know what our telos is and we know what our ultimate destination is. But he also says that even though we're carefree, we can't be, um, um, let's see, how would you, careless. We can, be, we can be carefree, but we can't be careless. So if anybody's read the Screwtape Letters, uh, C.S. Lewis's book, uh, Advice from a Senior Demon to His Apprentice Demon. And one of the things that, uh, that they're instructed to do, the, the older demon instructs the younger demon, to get people kind of um, caught up in the in the things that they have of this world and trying to make us worldly Christians, and we see that in the prosperity doctrine, you know, where we, if, you know you can tell if you're doing well because you have so much, and uh, that's just something. So when you don't have much, it start, makes you lose faith. And ultimately, one thing we've learned from Saint Peter is that as Christians, we have to be ready to surrender everything, including this life. But the reason we might do that is because we have a life to come, which is our real telos. And it makes you think, and it's sobering, because you, you have to almost think at one point, would I do that? Would I want to give up? I mean, maybe I don't want to give it up, but would I give it up for God? Do I believe it that much? And so one of the key verses in Isaiah, which happens three times in Isaiah, is um, in verses 5 and 6. And um, I think it's 16. I, I blocked off one of my numbers but i am the lord and there is no other and that's one thing to remember there's no other salvation except by god nothing we can do um nothing no other gods there's no other option it's that's it and in verse 17 it says but israel shall be saved by the lord with an everlasting salvation you shall not be ashamed or disgraced and that kind of points to the uh everlasting salvation it points to them coming out of the um captivity but also to the ultimate telos of the of the uh, fulfillment of the kingdom of god and then peter likens what we're up against he likens the devil to a lion a lion seeking whom he may devour and so 
the way we overcome this, this is to focus on God. Uh, we, we resist, and Peter says in verse 8 for us to resist. Uh, in, nine, he, in verse 9, he says we resist by having confidence in God. And then uh, he also says that, that we have that confidence and it's not, and the knowledge that we're not alone. We're not the only ones in this struggle is helpful. And the outcome lies with God. And that's the, that's the point of both of these passages is that God will save us and we have to rely on God. And that God has the power forever and ever. So one of the prayers I like, and I've, I've memorized it, um, it's the prayer for trustfulness. I think it's 595 or 590, 597. But it's, O most loving Father, who willest us to give thanks for all things, to dread nothing but the loss of thee, and to cast all our care on thee, who careth for us. Preserve us from faithless fears and worldly anxieties, and grant that no clouds of this mortal life may hide from us the light of that love which is immortal, and which thou hast manifested unto us in thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And so the point is that we keep our focus on God, we rely on God for our deliverance, and uh, we, we think of him and we value him more than we value life and, and we'll be fine if we do that. So it's a balance, it's a tension between um, living um, carefree but not careless. Let's continue with the prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith and unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, who has given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto thee, and dost promise that when two or three are gathered together in thy name, thou wilt grant their request. Fulfill now, O Lord, the desires and petitions of thy servants, as may be most expedient for them, granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth, and in the world to come, life everlasting. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you, Aaliyah, for doing uh, all three jobs there. And uh, just like that, just a, maybe one more exhortation to remember that um, we hang on to Jesus and we're in the third Sunday of Easter tomorrow. And so we don't want to let that joy, the joy of Jesus' resurrection, get away from us. So hang on to that. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you. Have a good, have a good Saturday, everybody. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs>